0: Hey, it's Taylor Harrington here. I'm the host of On Your Team, a podcast by Groove. Groove is the co-working app for creative entrepreneurs. So it feels right to have a whole bunch of conversations with creative entrepreneurs like you. We're here to talk about the amazing humans who've supported us along our journeys and the lessons we've learned so that you can learn from them too. Together, we're redefining what it means to have people on your team when you're a team of one. Let's go ahead and get to it. Hi, Matthew. I am so excited to have you on the show and can't wait to jam. I'm realizing that as a podcast host, this is pretty much an excuse for me to just talk with some of my favorite people for 20 minutes. So welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me, as always, Taylor. It's awesome to see you, and I appreciate the opportunity to chat with you.
0: Matthew, can you tell us a little bit about the work that you do and why you're passionate about it?
1: For me, it's more important to start with the passion, like the work is coming behind it. The thing that I realized is the passion for me really comes with a couple of things, like just connecting with people on a deep level and people... Regardless of background, geography, like that is the thing I realize like it is like it is an elixir of my life that even though I've worked in all these different industries and in all these different capacities, like that is one of those threads. So I think passion for connection is kind of first and foremost. And then the second thing that I've realized I'm really passionate about is I have made so many mistakes over, you know, my Almost 30 year career that I'm like, man, if I had seen some things earlier on, if I listened to some wise folks, if I listened to myself more often, and if I was a little bit more intentional, I'm I might have done things a little bit differently. So the other thing I'm passionate about doing is like kind of meeting people where they are and understanding how they are moving through their lives and work, and the things that they really want to do and haven't been able to do. Um, so how that kind of shows up in the work is I work with a lot of one-on folks one-on-one in a coaching relationship. And I joke with people, it is mostly career and executive coaching. And 100% of my clients, some life or a good deal of life also comes into that work. As well as working with organizations, I think one of the things I have found over my career is as soon as we start remembering organizations are just a composition of individuals, we can find better ways to support the connection between those individuals, the sharing of between those individuals in kind of a vulnerable and open way and help them work better together. So coaching and facilitation is the work and the people are... Folks that are already kind of working in mission driven work or are very excited to kind of move in a more intentional direction with their life and work.
0: Wow. You know how much I'm obsessed with connection. Uh, And I love that that was the first way of how you shared the work that you do is really about this passion for something that's much deeper than the work. I also loved this concept of really being a teacher to yourself and then surrounding yourself with teachers that may be surprising sometimes. They may be doing work that you don't expect to be learning from or people that are across the world that you're not expecting to learn from. And suddenly you open yourself up to that possibility and it leading to something really great. So I feel like that'll come up later (laughs) in the episode. (laughs)
1: And I'm fortunate. I have realized recently, you know, we have a young daughter. She has taught me the lesson of like, I should say, reminded me of the Like if you go through life with like a little bit of wonder, like there is so much beauty and wisdom in the world. So shout out to one of those. Oh, I didn't realize you were going to be as good of a teacher as you are. And this like reminder that as soon as we are open to receiving all of the wisdom that lives in the world, like, oh, it's awesome.
0: I feel like kids have little baskets full of gems and, those, they just hand them out at random times throughout the day when you're at least expecting it. Well, and I'm curious, you know, I think so many of the people that are listening are people who really love connection. That's something that bonds us and helping other people is a huge piece of the work that we do. And I'm curious, like, how have you found other people to connect with that whether they are doing similar work or not, there are these other creative entrepreneurs who get that you're on this wacky path and that you care about designing your lifestyle? Who, who, like, how do you meet these people?
1: It's a great question. And it's interesting. When I made like one of the most major career shifts in my life from like a very kind of corporate world to this more kind of intentional pathway, I called it my discovery period. And I started very much from a place of like, all right, first, what are the things that I like care deeply about? Are there kind of problems in the world? Or are there things that I'm drawn to? And then I looked for organizations and people that did that work. And then I looked for the places where they kind of congregated. And when I first did this back in like 2013, the way it looked for me was kind of twofold. The first thing I did was like, I joined a bunch of in-person co spaces. Um, each had a slightly different audience but all like just groups of intentional people. And that, I mean, that was such a gift at that point in my life to be able to show up in these spaces with kind of value aligned people in in different contexts and build kind of these new networks that I, I hadn't had before. And I think the other thing was finding the events that those folks kind of congregate at. So the other big thing I did was like look for events and conferences where... People who cared about what I cared about or going to. So that was a that discovery period that I must have kind of sat down one on one, you know, with a 100 people that I met through those various kind of ways just to learn more about them and their journeys and get some of those nuggets of wisdom from them.
0: Wow. Yeah, I think it's it's so interesting how those local communities and those local, I like to say containers, like whether it's a space or just some sort of a club that meets in a bunch of different spaces or a conference, these containers really allow those value aligned humans, like you said, come together. And I think that's the beauty of it is you're aligning with these people on something much deeper than a job title or a field of work. So the type of connection that you have sort of gets to jump over that. It's suddenly like you showed up for something so deep in your core that I connect with uh, that's that you can't just write in a neat little sentence. And I think that's uh, what's really powerful about those types of containers. And I'm curious, like, why do you think it's important to build those types of relationships? How has that helped you over this time?
1: It's a great question. And I think there's, there's a couple pieces to it. I think... When I first did it, I looked at it as a, oh, this person is further along on whatever their path is than I am. Mm-hmm. So what, like what wisdom exists from their journey that can help me as I'm going into what at the time was like very uncharted territory for me to really learn from their experience. So that I think. Even now, when I think about it, like that's that's something that I always love to hear because I feel like my ability to do what I do is largely informed by like the variety and the diversity of the people I have connected with. And this is where that kind of, the, that unique wisdom kind of lives in everybody if you're kind of attentive to it. So I think that was one of the big things for me. I mean, in that period and still to today is like, this person has so much experience that I have not had. Like, what what can I, can I learn from them?
0: I love hearing you say mm-hmm. this, too, because you're someone who naturally likes to learn from that wisdom, and then you put it back out into the world. And I, I think a lot about, like, have you ever heard of a giving plate?
1: I have not.
0: Okay, so I used to be an Etsy shop seller back in the day. And these giving plates were super cool. They were all over Etsy. Basically, it's a plate where people write instructions. If you go to someone's house, it's like, hi, Matthew, I'm bringing a plate of brownies to your house. And you're supposed to pass on the plate to someone else so that you don't hog the plate. So the, the concept is like, keep on giving it along. And you hope you never end up with the plate because it's being passed along and along to new people. And when I think about ideas and wisdom, I think, Gosh, I don't want to be anyone who's hogging the giving plate. I don't want to be anyone who's hogging the wisdom. I want to keep putting it out there in the world. And I feel like you are such a great example of someone who does that consistently. And I know that you used to have these pep top talk, pep talks every week that you would do, and you post on LinkedIn and you share that wisdom. So it's really cool to hear this like behind the scenes because that's that's the Matthew that I knew before this call is the one who is always sharing the wisdom. And hearing you say wow, a quality that I really admire in other people is them sharing the wisdom. I see I see you doing it now. So it's very cool to hear that kind of like closing the loop on something you like and maybe saw in others and implemented.
1: So I, I appreciate being seen in that way, Taylor. And I think one of the things that I've taken away from this work is like, everybody needs to know that like there there is an, solidarity in the struggle, right? And sometimes people just need to hear a story of somebody else who have gone through the thing, have overcome the thing, have realized the thing they want to realize. And that is what I see in the gift of kind of sharing it forward. Like any any story, any nugget of wisdom that I collect is going to serve someone else that can't see that thing yet. And that's the thing I think that I like I love about it is it's, I just said to a prospective client today, I was like, I promise you, if there is something you want to do, I can find you someone who has done it and who Mm. can help, you know, kind of be a shepherd for you on this journey. Um, So that's the thing I love, like letting people say like, you, you are not alone in this thing you want or this thing that you're facing. Like, let's just find the community that's already kind of worked through it to support you through it.
0: Yeah, and I think it's also like not anyone, Nick, no, it's an expert. Like we're all just, we're just putting stuff out there in the world and hoping that someone latches onto it and sees the possibility of reading something or hearing something at the right time that helps them make change happen. And I think that we need people like you who are shipping things consistently to say like, this is something that's helped me. If it helps you, great. I haven't completely mastered it yet, but I'm thinking about it. I'm on my journey to figuring it out and I'm putting it out there in the world. And that's all that we can ask for from people is to put out those nuggets so that some of us can grab those nuggets and try to do something with them.
1: I think that's spot on. And I think that requires some vulnerability. I think the, the thing that I find so interesting is rarely are people like, let me tell you all the ways I killed it, right? It's usually <laughs> like, let me tell you all of the things I failed at that I would like you to take with you just to save you like a little bit of angst in your journey. Um, but I think that's an important piece of it, right? Because like we struggle sometimes to kind of communicate those feelings and what we're going through. So as soon as people are like more outspoken about it, you're like, oh, right, this is normal. I'm not the only person having this feeling. And also there are people that want to help me you know, work through this thing, work through this feeling and support me on my journey. So I think it's, it's, a, it's a daily reminder that we all need that, like, the more vulnerable we are with the world, the more vulnerable the world will be with us and
0: helps us out. 100%. Yeah, I love it. And I'm curious, you know, we've talked about these teachers in your life, these people who have given you these lessons. Who is one of these creative entrepreneurs that you know really well uh, that has made a big difference in your life? Tell us about who they are. What kind of work are they up to? Where are they at?
1: So in that discovery period back in 2013, and and as I was kind of exploring a bunch of different co-working spaces, I connected with the founder of a co-working space in Philly called Indy Hall. His name's Alex Hillman. I, I adore Alex for so many reasons. But Alex kind of was one of those first you know, kind of co-working pioneers in Philadelphia. So when I was looking for people to talk to, everybody was like, you have to visit Indy Hall and you have to meet Alex Hall.
0: Wow. And what would you say if you could like capture the lesson that one lesson, I'm sure there have been many that Alex has helped you <laughs> work through, but one lesson that Alex has passed off to you that you want to pass off to other people listening?
1: There are a lot, but... The one I think kind of when I reflect on our experiences together the most and what I've kind of watched him just do like just innately in his work, he he is always community first, like in all of his work, he starts from a place of like, how can I get people that care about the thing that I do together? It doesn't start from uh, here is the thing I want to create, to sell, or it starts with like, who shares the values that I have, who shares the needs that I have, and how can I start by getting these people together? And that has always stuck with me. Like, build the support before you need to build the thing, and like the thing will form around it. Um, so I just think that that community-first mentality that Alex has, and that is... Like I said, core to his being. I think that was my biggest has been my biggest takeaway of kind of our interactions together.
0: This phrase, core to his being, <laughs> is so good. And I think, you know, I, I I was talking to a friend last night. I went to this storytelling event and I was telling him about how I was in an Uber ride earlier this week. Long story short, I had a canceled flight. I ended up at an airport in New York, but not Right in the city. And so I had to Uber from White Plains back to Manhattan. And turns out my seatmate, this 69 year old woman, didn't really know how to use Uber. She was like, I'm seeing these crazy prices. Any chance that you have an Uber already that I can hop in? I heard that you're going to Manhattan. So I was like, sure. I don't know. Like, this is here's like a crazy moment. Like, I'm just hopping into a car with a stranger with another stranger. Weird. But here we are. It's 2023. So this woman Judy and I get in this car together and what I thought was so interesting about it was we spent about an hour in the car getting from White Plains to Manhattan and at the end of this I felt so seen by Judy and I only spent an hour with her and I felt like I really saw Judy. She left left the car and was like, I feel like we were meant to get to know each other tonight and I was like, yes, Judy, like we had such a sweet conversation. And I think there's something so powerful about those core pieces of ourselves that shine even in little moments. No matter how Judy shows up in the world or how I show up in the world, those core pieces of who we are and how we walk through the world are as noticed in as small of an interaction as that. Whether it's an hour, whether it's 10 minutes with someone, that you can start to love those pieces of that person that are core to who they are. And so I think that's really cool to call that out for Alex. Like, you're seeing him for something that is so core to who he is. That's not going to change. It's a superpower of his that's baked into him as a being.
1: I think that's spot on, Taylor. And I think the, the, the thing that I heard in your story is your way of being made that thing even possible, right? Like, I don't know many people other than you that would say, sure, why don't you get in? The, like, why why don't you get in this car with me? So that's I, true. Like I, there's something to it that's like the, the way of being like just further supports the way of being in the world like to create like those moments. So I think that's an important thing. You know, those things don't happen if we're not allowing them to happen or being receiving of of kind of those opportunities.
0: Yeah, it goes into like what we make decisions about. I always find it funny when a friend is going before like they're looking at two different decisions and my friend is saying oh should i go with a or should i go with b and i'm like dude i've known you for 10 years obviously you're going with b like you sometimes know these things about people just based on who they are at their core uh, that yes create those opportunities for magic to happen from there i
1: mean that but this may be something we need to put opinion but like how many decisions Do we make that are like totally in our heads? Whereas like our body, our gut, like knows the thing to do that is the best thing for us. But they're like, oh no, but I should make this decision this way because I'm like, so that's the thing. Sometimes you need that other person, be like, I know you this well, and I know this is the thing probably you really want to do. You may choose this other thing because you think, like, you know, you've checked a bunch of boxes in order to do it. But I think. That highlights this, like, we need to trust ourselves more and we need to have people in our lives that also are willing to like say, hey, guess what? I I see you and I see this as being the thing that you actually deeply wanted, so.
0: That's, I think that's the coach in you. That was a great, (laughs) that was a great way to put that all together, I love it. I'm curious, who is someone that is, not in your daily life, someone who you admire from afar, maybe you met once, maybe you've been following them for a while, who is someone that you wanna publicly thank on this episode for all the lessons that they've taught you?
1: So this one, as you know, I I, I went through a very transformative kind of eight week program this year with a group called Art of Accomplishment. And I the disclaimer I need to give here, and I should have given it for Alex as well, because the same principle applies. There is a like head figure of this thing, but the community is also the thing like, so we're naming individuals, but the reality is like both Alex and Joe Hudson, who is the head of art of accomplishment. Like they are one of a community that has made all of the work that they do possible. So that feels like an important thing to call out because I think those types of leaders, right? It is clear. like. Yes, I may be a person that is like providing some direction for this organization, but this none of this is possible without like the community of support around it. So Joe is one of those people for for sure that I've only had a couple of interactions with, but to me, it has support a way of being in the world that I had not been kind of fully attuned and connected to.
0: I feel like this is going to be a theme on this podcast that these people who create containers, as we talked about before, like these container creators that allow space for others to come and play is going to be a theme, I think, for the people that keep coming up as people we admire, people that we have learned a lot of lessons from, because It's so much more than just one individual. They've created a container for us to learn from so many people. So I love that you're shouting that out. And what is one lesson that everyone listening can learn from, from Joe, that you've brought into your life that has been cemented into your brain?
1: I mean, you know, for Alex, it was community first. And Joe, it's for connection first. You know, like if you go back to episode one of their podcast, they're like, like, connection is like the the like the foundational principle of this work and and they encourage it kind of through through four ways like through vulnerability through impartiality Ooh. you know so not being judgmental and not trying to get people to some place being empathetic which is again like something we think we all 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 can learn from and then this idea of being in wonder so they kind of package connection in this idea of you and like through those four principles. And that to me was like, I know all these words. Do I use all of these things kind of in concert with one another to deepen connection? And I was like, no, not every day. So like, it was a good, here's a mirror. Here's some things, you know, now like here's some, here's some ways to deepen connection with people just... You know, by leveraging kind of some of these foundational principles, so it's a big meaty principle, but it is one that has made a very lasting impact.
0: And I love this idea of things harmonizing in a concert together. I've never heard that phrase. That is so good. Uh, I'm going to think about that all the time because a concert, you've got all of these different things at play. Are you bringing them all in? You know. Are we bringing the backup singers in? Are we bringing the backup dancers in? Are we bringing the drums in? We get to make those choices. And sometimes it's hard to bring all four in at once, I'm sure. But to start laying those stones of I'm going to bring in this, I'm going to bring in this. And suddenly you create that harmony that's just magic is is a really great visual for my mind that loves visuals like that. I
1: it's so awesome that you see that, because this is one of those things, like the operational person in me is like, oh, these are four things and you do them like this. And like, no, the real like that is a good way to like isolate them and learn them and get comfortable with them. But the goal is like, oh, no, these all of these things actually work together. They support one another. They like build on one another. But yeah, it, it is interesting that like. It feels a little hard to kind of see that in the moment, but then you're like, oh, right. Like I'm being vulnerable. There's like usually some empathy in there. Like I'm not actually trying to judge. Right. Like, like, oh, right. Yeah. Like these things are all tied together. And I think sometimes that's, that's the thing that takes longer to get to like, oh,
0: right. Like. Sometimes those realizations are really what we're what we're after and take a while to get to. <laughs> cool. Well, I could talk to you all day long, so we do have to cut this off at some point. Uh, this has been a blast. I'm curious if there's anything else that you wanted to add, but mostly where can listeners find you so that they can keep up with what you're up to, get those nuggets from you and learn as they approach their journey in this lifestyle they're creating?
1: The easiest way to find me right now is on LinkedIn, um, Matthew A. Grande. I, you know, very small note. I When I started this journey a few years ago, I was like, you need a brand for this and a brand for that and a company for this. And, a company. and And I have realized over this journey, like I the brand isn't important to me. The company isn't important to me. The most important thing to me is I'm doing the work that I love with the people that I love to do it with. So L- LinkedIn will will share kind of what I'm doing now and, and will evolve as I do just more of a focus on connecting with the people that I love and,
0: and want to support. Hey, we're always here for experimenting. That's what this is all about. Amen, amen to that,
1: sister. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Matthew. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank
1: you again, Taylor. I always wel- welcome the opportunity to chat with you and share. So thank you again for creating this space. And thanks to you and the team for creating Groove. It is it is it is a part of my day that I honestly now don't know how I would live without. So I appreciate you all. And I appreciate the amazing and kind a of value-aligned community of people you've brought together. I meet new people every day that like just warm my heart.
0: That's music to my ears. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Hey, it's me again. Thanks so much for taking some time out of your day for this conversation. If you're feeling inspired after today's episode, I invite you to thank someone who's made a big difference for you. Send them a note or give them a shout out on social media. It would make my day and probably theirs too. If you wanna start grooving, visit groove.ooo like out of office, to co-work with some of the cool guests on the show and other creative entrepreneurs like them. If you liked this episode, spread the word and be sure to tag at Groove Coworking so we can give you some love back. As always, I'm sending you good vibes and high fives.